How y'all doing? Left my headphones in my car, and they're, uh, they're a little, in the, little chilly? cold in the Jeep, and they're freezing. <laughs> First world problems. Yeah, well, you know that'll help in case you maybe have a headache, and then <laughs> know, right? that'll help shrink everything down. <laughs> yeah, and, that's true. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> help you make you feel just a little bit better. Maybe it's that Tuesday morning headache. <laughs> Well, welcome back. For those of you who had a three-day uh, holiday, it's Tuesday. We are uh, 16 days into January. One more day to say Happy New Year. Woo, baby. And it's uh, socially inappropriate. And unacceptable. Yes. You will be kicked out of society. Yes. I'll drop a pickup now, boys. I know, you're like, wait a minute, that's not just Joe Diffie, that's Joe Diffie and Post Malone. Posty. We got a little Posty action in there. Our local boy, Post Malone, along with Joe Diffie, doing the pickup man. Morning! Morning time is here right now, so everybody wake up. You wish that you could call in sick, but then bills are piling up. Out of your pajamas and into your work clothes. The boss is so demanding, wanna punch him in the nose. But if you ever did that, he'd boot you out the door. Then you'd be in the soup line begging, please, sir, can I have some more? <laughs> Please, sir, can I have some more? Please, sir. Please, sir. Can I have some more? Can I'm I doing have that some every more, day. Please. Yeah, I May always I, want more. I know. May I have some more quinoa? National Quinoa Day today. Uh, and it is also National Fig Newton Day. I like me a good Fig Newton. It's the big you know? Now, do you like the fig, or do you like the raspberry Newton? Yeah, what's I like your, the, What's your favorite? The, I, when they started coming out with those other ones, like blueberry and raspberry and stuff, that's those are the bomb. The raspberry. Pretty good. Remember the big Fig Newton uh, commercial? The big guy in a, in a fig In a fig thing. Costume. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it's the big Fig, fig. Newton. Yeah. I thought they were referring to me the whole time. I thought, hey, how'd they Dave, give me? Dave, you're our big fig, I could, I could be a big fig for Halloween. <laughs> um, so, yeah, <clears throat> not bad. It's not, it's not like my favoriteest cookie on the planet, but it's uh, not, not uh, you know, you'll have one in a pinch, right? Yeah. Fig Newton Day. I uh, always feel like I'm eating healthy. Yeah. Not, like I'm not having a cookie if I'm having a Newton. Until you look at the carbs and some other things oh, in there. Then you're I, like, hate yeah. the, I hate that you taught me that. I really hate that. Because I'd still be in carb oblivion if you hadn't taught me to look at the label and look at the carbs and gasp at how many were in certain things. Total grams of fat. Yes. My gosh. Uh, national, um, it's National Do Nothing Day. Just national nothing. That's kind of... Uh, how it works, I guess. A good day, just just do nothing. What's your favorite way to do nothing? Uh, nap or watch TV. Yeah. What about yours? Just veg, right? Yeah. I I really think it's more. Maybe put a, maybe have a snack in there somewhere. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a little really snack, good. little pizza, a little something or other. Uh, a bag of fig newtons, and a little quinoa to go along with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, hot and spicy day. 
hot and spicy food day, a good day to kind of turn up the heat a little bit. Man, there are some people that just are animals. I don't know about you. When you have that one person. Yeah. And they'll like just douse stuff. I'll put a drop or two. They'll say, hey, try this hot sauce. And I'll put a drop or two and I'm like, and there's other people who are like just dousing it. Like, I I don't know if they just don't have any feeling in their mouth anymore. Uh, But I know a lady who is into her 70s and she can down jalapenos like nothing ever. Wow. She'll just have a pizza. The fountain of of youth. I know, right? Either that or she's just so, maybe she's just reached that age where like uh, she's just burned all of her things off. You know, <laughs> um, and hey, sounds, speak, sounds like a hysterectomy. It, it does, sound, <laughs> does sound like a little hey, bit of an God, operation. Yeah, I got all those things. And then speaking of things, it's a national appreciate a dragon day. Oh, just a so day. It's just Tuesday for you. Yeah. Just appreciate your dragon, which <laughs> I think for some people, uh, if you are dragon lovers, uh, you'll know what we mean. A day to celebrate fire breathers. All right. Okay. few things for you there uh, for today. Now, uh, we would like to remind you all of the winning that we have going on. In case you are just kind of getting back into the swing of things here uh, and you weren't maybe around the radio yesterday, we've got our Super Bowl contest brought to you by Strong VW, where we're giving away 3500 bucks. A couple of games again yesterday that will now put... Some teams a little bit closer uh, to the Super Bowl, the big game in February. And, um, man, the Buccaneers. I hope Travis Kelsey, or I mean, uh, Jason. Kelsey. Keeps playing. I mean, yeah. They say it could have been his last game. Yeah. And what a way to go out. I know, Doesn't because he... he actually could have played against his brother if things yeah. all funneled into the right direction, you know. But uh, unfortunately, uh, the other Kelsey brother on the Eagles, which, by the way, I think you've all seen the fact that there is actually a guy by the name of Swift. Uh, His (laughs) last name is Swift. And so they've shown the jerseys on the Eagles of a Swift and a Kelsey uh, standing next to each other. Uh, However, just on the other side of things, we are just giving you a chance to uh, win that money in our uh, Strong VW Super Bowl pool that's coming up in the eight. 10, noon, 2, and 4 p.m. hours. Now, depending on the score of the game, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, 500 bucks, and then $2,000 if you have the matching square with the final score of the game, that one big game in Las Vegas on yeah, February, 11th. February 11th. So there you go. Parker McCollum tickets on the way as well. We're doing that in the other hours, 7 a.m., 11 a.m., and 3 p.m. hours. Listen for the cue to call, a chance for you to win those Parker McCollum tickets. And qualify to win a meet and greet with yep. Parker. And we're giving a Miranda Lambert Las Vegas flyaway away. Uh, just go to Z104Country.com and enter and win that. We'll give that away on the 26th at 6 p.m. Tons of stuff. But the most important thing is that you are here, and we appreciate that. Thanks so much for waking up with us. Nate Smith and World on Fire, and he is going to be on fire in just about a month from now, February 8th, coming through town. Uh, Going to be a good show, good dude uh, on the rise in country music.
is, it's kind of a rinse and repeat kind of a life, isn't it, that we live in? Welcome to Tuesday morning, January 16th. It's a cold one. Bundle up. If you're sending the kids off, uh, it is kind of a, it's definitely a cold one. In fact, it's so cold. How cold is it? It's so cold that around 150 million Americans, or 45% of the population, have been under wind chill warnings and advisories. You thought there was a punchline in that one, huh? <laughs> no, I didn't expect no. a meteorological response. <laughs> Man, it's kind of crazy when the whole country is uh, under some kind of, like we were talking about, uh, some kind of a warning, a weather warning. It's so cold. How cold is it? It's so cold that AccuWeather posted a video of some frozen noodles suspending in uh, on a, in, a, in fork in midair in Denver. Frozen. Wow. So I guess you could probably turn your noodle upside down and it'll still stay. Yeah, you can always do that. Erect. <laughs> which I, I think is, that's how cold it is. <laughs> Man. Hey, uh, welcome um, to more of your uh, resolutions. And I hope you are, I don't know if you I, guys are, you know, um, are still making resolutions. Are you doing any kind of uh, tidying up in your... Um, life. Uh, just my house. Yeah, are you? Yeah, doing a little bit of tidying yeah. up around the house. Decluttering, rearranging. Diet and exercise seem to be the two huge yeah, things. Yeah, not so much there that that people do <laughs> for the new year. It's always seemed to be the top list, uh, right there in the top three: a diet and exercise. Um, and this is a little interesting now, and it, it caught my eye this morning as I was looking through some stuff. Because we had uh, DoorDash deliver Panda last night. Okay. And so, uh, you know, my wife and I sat back, ate uh, ate some Panda, watched Bob's Burgers, you know, uh, for about wow. an hour or so. What a night you guys had. Oh, yeah. It's a barn burner. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't want to. Ma- wow. Deborah, you ought to really get on Bob's Burgers. I know it's, I don't know if you've ever, it's When's their it on? humor. Can I is stream just, it? I don't even know anything. It's usually like on. Uh, on your Xfinity, it's going to be on channel seven eighteen or seven thirty two. But uh, and those are some of the. But just do a little search, you know, with your voice control remote, and say play Bob's Burgers, and it'll it'll okay. tune to it or something like that. You can now, watch some if, recorded versions. Can I just jump in wherever it's at and catch on? I think so. That's kind of why I want to know if you do have a chance to watch it. It might be one of those things where you have to watch an episode or two to catch on to the different characters. Now, why do you want me to watch? You think I'll love it? Because there's some great humor. I think there's, for some reason, the the writers are, I think, are just uh, amazing. And maybe it's just me and my wife. You know, because we actually asked us that question. We first tuned into it on a cruise ship because that was the only thing that was really playing at a certain time during the night. It was, you you know, you can only pick up so many little channels that they have there. And I think it was like on some kind of Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon or something like that at, at, and on the cruise ship. And so we started watching it. And then last night we turned to each other and we, and we go, do you think we're the only ones that think this is funny? <laughs> and, and do you think it would do you think we liked it just because we were on our cruise ship and on vacation? And so you kind of. Uh, but I mean, do you like it as much now as yeah, when you were? OK. Yeah. Yeah, you do um, talk about it a lot. It is, uh, I think, okay, a very cleverly written, and and it's so quick. Man, the humor in there is one of those things where it's almost like you have to, you have to almost laugh in short bursts, so now, you don't miss the next line. Uh, somebody said I can stream it on Hulu. 
said, yeah. you can stream it on Hulu. My son loves that show. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Thank you. Uh, so there's a restaurant, and uh, this was what it reminded me of, by the way. A restaurant in the U.K. recently got an amusing request in the delivery note section. You know how when you, you have a little point uh, part there, you can say, hey, yeah, don't knock, don't whatever. Uh, the gate code is right. whatever. Well, um, <clears throat> well uh, it's a, it, the, this is what the note said. It said, not quietly, I'm supposed to be on a diet. <laughs> now, whatever, <laughs> whatever the diet was, this was definitely a cheat meal. Now, the order was for a nine-inch Texas barbecue-style pizza. But wait, there's more. Oh, man. A double chocolate ice cream waffle with chocolate sauce and a Dr. Pepper. Wow. That's a good meal right there. Now, a restaurant posted... Uh, the uh, photo of the whole receipt, they said that they made sure that the driver honored the request because they didn't want to betray the customer's trust. So, knock lightly. <laughs> I'm supposed to be on a diet. If that's the case, just say, just leave it at the front. Just no contact, right? I. That's kind of the way it's been in most yeah, of I the have, delivery since I, Rona. I have one delivery guy, and I love him. He's great. He goes the extra mile, but he insists on ringing the doorbell. Uh, uh, which when, which deliver? What do they I'm deliver? I'm not going to say Walmart, huh? Oh, it's no, it's the actual co- it's the actual oh, delivery okay. company. All right, and they he insists on ringing the doorbell. Maybe he wants to see you. No, he doesn't. I think he no, wants to he see you. I think there's something no. going on there. No. <laughs> He's no, like, but, I think I'm going to ring the doorbell. Anybody here. else that brings anything, they just leave it, and the dogs are fine, but. He rings the doorbell and Texas the dogs go crazy. No, Olive Garden. <laughs> no. Okay, now I had my neighbor. Uh, she's going to change the subject, Tommy. No, this is about Texas Roadhouse. Okay. Uh, I was wheeling my garbage out yesterday, and Brent Bueller, my friend Brent Bueller, comes driving up, and he goes, "I tried to call you guys yesterday, but you don't answer your phone." Ah. ah. Uh, he goes, "The reason they didn't have the game on and they had ice fishing on was because Texas Roadhouse doesn't have peacock." And it was only broadcast on Peacock, so they couldn't broadcast the game. But 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 why the six songs looped? He says I can't answer that question. Okay. He goes, I was there, can't answer that question. Oh, all right. But uh, as far as why they didn't ha- guess, have anything I else going CBS on? I guess CBS had some game teasers going on, so we kind of thought the game was on for a minute, and they changed it. Yeah. But. Uh, they were teasing the game, you know, showing everybody. And then when it came time for the game, it was they had ice nothing fishing. To broadcast. It was Adam yeah. Eagles uh, outdoors or whatever, right? And it was ice fishing right. because they don't have peacock. I actually noticed they ran a, uh, a previously recorded game from last year too on, yeah, Sunday, on Sunday or something <laughs> like that. Because I tuned in to the to the, the Chiefs and I'm like, what? Yeah. And then thank goodness they had the pre-recorded thing up in the upper left-hand corner yep. that said hey by the way this was pre-recorded from last year all right 631 this is live all right we're back time for the pledge of allegiance love this slot of the morning it's monday through friday and it's just our opportunity to be able to uh, just recite the words of the pledge and uh, just kind of uh, give us a moment to focus or refocus a little bit on everything that we uh, are blessed with every day who is this this is mark hi mark how are you buddy what are you doing today i'm good I'm just getting ready to go to work. How about you guys? You're just hanging in there, right? We are. Hey, we is, are. This, is this Mark DeGraw from the our cruise buddy? 
It could be. Yeah. <laughs> now, where are you calling from, Mark? <laughs> I'm in Payson. Oh, yep. I think it is because yep. I think you mentioned that. Uh, Maybe you didn't want me to say your last you name. Out- <laughs> Oops, too late. Uh, no, no, you're good. Okay. You're good. No, we appreciate that. It was always such. It was good to rub shoulders with you and become friends. It's uh, nice to have you along with us this morning. Um, now, are you one of those guys that does the resolution thing? No. Okay. No. Yeah, I didn't my, think my, so. my life's all messed up anyway. I'd be spending all my time trying to fix it. <laughs> hey, I thought that was just my life. So it's good to know there's somebody else out there that is still trying to get their crap together, right? Right. Well, Mark, we sure appreciate you, man. And uh, it's all yours. It's a uh, pr- pleasure to have you do our pledge. You bet. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thanks, guys. people talking bad about the way they have to live here in this country. Harping on the wars they fight, griping about the way things ought to be. I don't mind them switching sides and standing up for things they believe in when they're running down our country man they're walking on the fighting side of me they're walking on the fighting side of me running down a way of life our fighting men have fought and died to keep if you don't love it leave it let this song that i'm singing be a warning when you're running down our country horse, you walking on the fighting side of me. I read about some squirty guy who claims that he just don't believe in fighting. And I wonder just how long the rest of us can count on being free They love our milk and honey But they preach about some other way of living and When they're running down our country man They're walking on the fighting side of me They're walking on the fighting side of me Running down the way of life our fighting men have fought if you don't love it, leave it Let this song that I'm singing be a warning When you're running down our country, man You're walking on the fighting side of me You're walking on the fighting side of me Running down a way of life Our fighting men have fought and died to keep if you don't love it, leave it Let this song that I'm singing be a warning When you're running down our country hall you walking on the fighting side of me If you don't love it, leave it There's a Concord jet Thanks, Dave <laughs> There's a Concord jet that I heard about just this morning That will fly you from New York to London in three and a half hours 
that they're going to try to uh, put into um, service here. Uh, It goes over 900 miles an hour, breaking like sound barrier. I'd love to go to London. In three and a half hours. Yeah, and I'd like that even more. So if you don't like this country, just think about it. Three and a half hours. Take the Concorde. Take the Concorde and (laughs) and get the hell out of here. Hey, we appreciate Mark from the Payson area calling in, helping us out with the Pledge of Allegiance, too. Such a great dude. And uh, very well, you can feel the meaning behind the Pledge of Allegiance when he said every word. Love it. In the morning. Oh, my goodness. Well, people having fun with the open mic section. Just our- driving around, doing stuff in the Ooh. open mic. Dead in the morning. Oh. It's like, does that mean you're kind of like constipation? It could be. Maybe they're hitting bumps in the road. Who knows? But- <laughs> Says it all. It kind of does, oh. doesn't it? Let's get to our weather. Ooh. Sunny and 33 today. Yes, it is going to warm up, believe it or not. May not seem like it because it's pretty cold this morning. George Burge. B-I-R-G-E. Mind on you. Utah's number one country station, Z104 with Dave and Deb here cruising through the morning. Wow, we're already 53 minutes into the... Into the six o'clock hour. It is so cold. How cold is it? It is so cold that the National Weather Service shared footage of someone in Flagstaff, Arizona, tossing boiling water in the air and watching it freeze. A lot of people burn themselves doing that, though, so be careful. It's that because we've tried that up in North Dakota. And I mean, it works. It's cool. It's way cool. You take the boiling water and uh, then you poof, toss it up in the air and then it's just. And keep in mind, when you say Arizona, I had to reread that. It was, was going Flagstaff, say. Arizona. Flagstaff, Arizona is kind of like our, I don't know, Park City of Utah. Because it's up in the mountains. Yeah, so it's up, it's up there in some elevation. And so that's why it makes a little bit more sense. It's so cold. How cold is it? It's so cold. A meteorologist in Lansing, Michigan, was driving to work yesterday when her windshield cracked for no apparent reason. Just wow. <laughs> I've got a big old crack already in the new truck. It, I, yeah, I know. Don't you hate that? Yeah. It sucks. Just leave it cracked. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I know, but it bugs me. Every time I, I get in, I'm like, man, I got to go get this fixed. Yep. I got to get this. And then I'm like, probably just crack again in a month or so. That's what happened to mine. 500 bucks. Then uh, about two weeks later, another crack. And, um, I thought, well... Have you heard about Gorilla it, Glass? No. I think it's kind of expensive, but it's. I think it's made by the same people that do Gorilla Glue and uh, Gorilla Glass. Apparently, it might chip a little bit, but it won't ever crack. Really? I think. You, I, I'm surprised that it's taken them this long to figure out a way to come up with a crackless windshield. Crack you know what I mean? Crack-proof. Glass. Yeah. But... The windshield companies are like going, don't come out with that. <laughs> right? This is our lifeblood. This is our lifeline. It's like uh, pharmacies saying, don't come up with a cure for cancer or for That's diabetes. over the counter. You know, or, you know. 
Um, not so maybe not so much cancer, but for like diabetes, things like that that require medication every day, which I guess some cancers do. I didn't, but yeah, it's, uh, or you almost kind of feel like anymore that that's the way appliances are made as well. They're just made to sort of last. They just don't make them like they used to, Dave. No, I know. They just don't make them, um. It's just, it's not the good old days. All right, so if you're a coffee drinker, might be interested in this. <laughs> uh, you might be a psychopath. Yeah. Now, if you're drinking your coffee black. Uh, social media is obsessed with an old study from clear back in 2016 that found you're more likely to be a psychopath if you enjoy <laughs> things that are bitter. Stuff like black coffee, dark chocolate, and gin and tonics. So, um... And then uh, they also looked at the uh, food and drug preferences of food a thousand drink preferences. food and drink uh, preferences of a thousand Americans, and at uh, the also the personality traits like how narcissistic, aggressive, and sadistic they were. <laughs> wow! <laughs> it found that people who like bitter stuff are more likely to have types of antisocial qualities that psychopaths have, and they were more likely to take pleasure in seeing other people suffer. Now, see, I mean, see if this fits in with you. Maybe you're a black coffee drinker. Does it fit? Maybe it doesn't. If you're listening, uh, of course, to this while enjoying a uh, square of dark chocolate and washing it down (laughs) with black coffee, don't worry too much. Liking that stuff doesn't always mean that you're a psycho. Now, they said to take the results with a grain of salt because it's just one study that said experts think one in 22 people are technically psychopaths. Wow. So there's a decent chance you or someone you know is a psycho. Which one of us is a psycho then? You or me or Lee? <sighs> kind of weird. You know what? I just discovered that you and I were twinners today. I just looked at your clothes. And clothes. I don't wore clothes. It's your clothes. Your clothes. clothes. <laughs> yeah, we're a, we're a... I wore a gray long sleeve shirt. And you have a, a gray long vest. and a black vest. Oh, we should have pictures done today. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of we maybe we are both psychopaths. <laughs> but uh, you guys are in black too? Well, black vest. Black vest, but they're oh. gray shirts. It was just weird how that kind of came about. That is weird. That is really weird. Anyway, there you go. Hey, uh let's turn our attention towards your house a little bit. You were talking just a minute ago how you're trying to tidy up things around your house yeah. and do some things. There are 10 things that are that are immediate red flags if you see them (laughs) in someone's home (laughs) and this is how it comes out people on social media are talking about things that are are the immediate red flags um if you have people over maybe you're going to be watching the football game most people try to clean their place a little bit uh lots of people probably really don't even care unless it's the mother-in-law and you might be weird about that stuff so pets that are not being cared for properly, like a litter box that hasn't been cleaned in forever, you walk in and go, mm. "Woo!" Yeah. What about now? You have a, an automatic thing for your cat, don't you, Lee? Doesn't it uh, automatic? The automatic sc- thing for my cat is my hand. Well, not my hand, but you oh, know, your scoop. I, my scoop. Okay. I scoop. My brother has one of those though for those his cat. Those little cats. automatic things. Yeah. They're pretty slick. Yeah, he loves it. That's cool. It was like fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, but he it's, loves a, it's, the, it. it's a lot of. They're a lot of money. Yeah. No, I'm not kidding. Fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, but I was you thinking maybe five hundred was on the high side. You of, don't have to clean the litter box anymore. 
Well, you kind of still well, have to take you, something. You kind of have right? to do a little maintenance, but but it scoops it out and then it pu- pulls it right into an area. Yeah, yeah, it puts it right into a little uh, garbage. Collection. Yeah, yeah. a yeah. collection. How was garbage. that sound again? <laughs> Sounds like Fluffy's going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> what if the cat? What if the cat's not done and that thing starts to come across it, and it freaks it, the cat it, out? It won't, because if it freaks the cat out, they wouldn't use it. Okay. They'd be like, oh, I ain't getting in that thing. So it has to be like some kind of laser-controlled or it, movement. Yeah, they, it knows when the cat's in there, and then it when the cat leaves, it waits for a minute, and pooping. then it goes. It knows when you're inside. There it, it is. It knows when you're peeing. <laughs> it knows when you are pooping. Now, animals inside, here's another one, that are not indoor animals or are not behaving like indoor animals. Like if Judy has a bull in the kitchen. Uh, I've seen that. I saw an a YouTube cow? video yeah. of a, like a huge, huge bull, like a bison. It was a bison. It was I've a bison, that's right. Whoa. A bison in her living room. I mean, like, oh my gosh. I've seen some families that have tamed like some deer. Like they'll invite them into the kitchen and uh, they'll walk through the little See, sliding okay. door and they f- feed them stuff. It's but, fine. you know, a bison in your kitchen, Yeah, that's they're kind of big. You think? (laughs) Now, 10 things that are immediate red flags if you see them in someone's home. No hand soap in the bathroom. Ew, gross. Yeah. That is kind of a little bit of weird. Yeah, we don't care if you wash your hands. Go pee-pee and just come back to the living room and watch TV with us. And pass the potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe there's a bottle of... Now, does it bother you if there was a bottle of hand sanitizer? No soap, but no, hand there would sanitizer. be soap. There would be soap. There's no hand sanitizer in my bathroom. It's soap. I mean, I know, I know you've used that argument from time to time, and I just, I just think there should be soap. Just clean your hands. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with getting your. We hands have hand wet. sanitizer in this bathroom in this radio station. I know, yeah. I know, but we also have soap. Well, skip over well. that. Oh, see, too much time. see, Deb, that's why I have no hand sanitizer. <laughs> you have to use soap. People skip the hand wash. Uh, oh, that's good enough. That's after good a while, enough. when you use hand sanitizer all the time. It's you, good stuff. It, no. It's great you're, invention. You're, you, it, you start becoming immune to it. No, you don't. Your little germs. Where, where did you hear? No, you. there's no way you can become immune to rubbing alcohol. That's no, you become immune to the it, it doesn't work as well. I, I swear I've heard this. I think we've talked about it. If the, you use, actual if you use antibiotic anything for too long, really, the, uh, the ingredients are like alcohol, it kills the germs. Uh, in the alcohol, it's not what your skin produces. I don't know, I don't know. I'm either. confused. Anyway, I thought I we had too. heard that somewhere. So it says Maybe it reduces so. your immunity to other germs. Yeah, I knew I heard that somewhere. So it kills. It, it will. It may it, kill it, some it, things, but might not kill everything. Everything. Okay. Uh, not having hand towel. Oh, we're, yeah. No, here it is. Not having hand towels or having uh, clean ones. You know, because I don't know if you've ever been in somebody's house where maybe the hand towel is, looks like it hasn't been washed for. You know, I'll tell I you what know, I love. Are the I think it's Kleenex brand has the hand towels in a box, like paper towels at a. Paper towels uh-huh. at a rest, uh, a mall or something, or a re- restaurant. Yeah. Uh, I get those at the holidays because I'm like, everybody's going to feel more comfortable with their own little uh, towel. That's, a, it, that's cool. And 
It's like when you go to a fancy uh, yes. bathroom and they have them in a... It's like a sturdy Kleenex, like a big heavy-duty... Have heavy you guys duty. ever been in the bathrooms at Little America? Yes. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Unbelievable. I feel like I'm in I, Buckingham Palace. I know. It's incredible. Uh, uh, okay, so a dirty toilet okay. is a red flag. Yes. A dirty toilet. All right, we're halfway through. We'll do traffic. We'll do the other five coming up right uh, after this. We're sneaking into the 7 o'clock hour by a couple of minutes. What do you think they're doing with those accidents that are, you know, they're clearing so fast? Do they just have I think it takes teams? a while. I think it takes, to be honest, I think it takes a while for UDOT to report it so that I can see it. And then oh. then it's cleared. Oh, I see. Be- so, so then that's it what appears I think like happens. it's boom, yeah. boom, like that. I so they, they report just, it and they're like, oh, oh, never mind. They cleared it. So. I thought they were just coming along and just going, just stay in your car. You're good. I'm hooking up a chain. We'll pull you off the side well, of the road. We're and, good. And sometimes that's what they do. They literally go to the accident. They look at it and they think, oh, we can take this off the freeway. Yeah. And take care of it and, there. And help the safety of others. Yeah. Uh, so. Smart. Because, you know, I know we were actually uh, talking about this the other day about how yeah, the snow was coming down here over the weekend, like a lot of us saw. And they are they say if you get in an accident, stay in your car. But do you know what the first thing you got to get out of the car? Yeah, so what, the first thing happened? that you think well, of because yeah, because you can't stand the thought of I don't know what my car looks like. Yell at the other person, it. right? Or am I going to get hit by some other car? By do I need to drive out of the way? Do I what happened? And so I know, I know we're not supposed to do that, but it's such a hard thing not to do, you know, uh, to just to go, well, I got in a wreck. I'm just going to sit here in the middle of the freeway um, and hope that nothing happens. But I guess that's probably the safest thing to do. Probably. Because getting out might be. Yes. And that might be, be bad news. Right. Did you guys get as much snow as you thought? No. I not thought, down here. I was like, like what happened to the storm? Heber got a bunch, um, but uh, not down here. Yeah, it was it was wet. It was a heavy one, huh? You know. Um, and I got a new little electric shovel. What? I have an electric snow shovel. It's that, not a. That has it's an not extension a, cord. It no. It's uh, it runs on a battery. Okay. And it just looks like a snow shovel, but it has a. Does a little, it work? Huh? It has a little uh, auger on it. Or it has something? a little auger, so it's a and you can plow. point the yeah. So it's a snowplow, but I mean it's powered by yours truly. You just push it. You push it, and it blows the snow off. So instead of having to lift the shovel, is this one of those things that you buy as seen on TV? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Popeil's pocket <laughs> snow shovel, and you get and you get a set of knives to go along with it. No, I was looking forward to trying it. No, it's 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 gotten good reviews because I don't have a huge long driveway like you guys do. Right. No, I get it. No, so. I just need to shove a little bit of snow. Oh, you'll have to let us know how it works. Uh, pr- I'll let you know how it works as soon as I get a chance to use it. Well, it slices. It dices. <laughs> <laughs> I probably could put a potato in it. And you could. End up with, you know, Yeah, chips. you could make salsa at the same time that you're, <laughs> you're, that you're shoveling your sidewalk. Peels, boils, boils and sautés. <laughs> I, I know. I don't. Oh, wow. I uh, just. We're, well, we got a we good are, deal on it at Amazon, and so all right, all we'll right. see how it goes. We'll be waiting for the report. Yeah. Hey, a uh, uh, couple other things. Let's go ahead and finish that list. This is a, a thing that we went halfway through. The 10 things that are immediate red flags if you see them in somebody's home. All right, we, we did left, the first five. Yeah, we left off at dirty toilet. How about trash piled beyond the trash can? Yeah. 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 Um, 
Now, I mean, yeah, look, there's always exceptions, though. I mean, I'm cooking, I'm, you know, we're, we're doing like Thanksgiving dinner or some mm-hmm. kind of a Christmas, you know what? <laughs> but the thing is, is that you've been cooking, you've been piling all this stuff in here, and before you have a chance to take the trash out, all of the guests arrive while you still have a trash that you've piled full of all of the stuff that you've been cooking that morning. So, you know, come on. But I think it means mainly, hey, this is somebody that is just too lazy to take out the trash and it's been sitting there for a week. Hoarding. Most people seem fine with a little clutter and, uh, you know, some in the sink and some dirty dishes, stuff like that. Um, but uh, it shouldn't be really gross. Like if you're going in and you're there's mold growing on some of the dishes in the dishwasher oh. in the sink, then, yeah, kind of a. The hoarder and, show is just. I. It makes me like so so much anxiety when I watch it. Now, and look, I, I, know I try not people. to judge the people, but yeah. I'm like, <sighs> because we sound like we're a bunch of snooty radio. Oh, well, people. I know it's I know it's a mental illness kind of a thing, and so I'm trying to understand it. Yeah, and I love trying to figure out what makes people tick, and but hoarders, I can't watch more than one episode. It just, yeah, uh, it I. I really, just, I find it amazing that anyone can live like that, and they find protection in it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what they say. It, what all those psychologists say that they, they like, get hurt, they lose somebody, so they collect. Yeah, garbage. there's always a root of where it all yeah, started. Like Deb was saying, I think it really can be kind of a disease, sort of. It's just a, it's, it's a, it, it can be a serious thing. But um, how about unsecured guns? Ten red flags that are immediate. <laughs> ten things that are red flags. You see them in someone's home. Because they're going to get you out of the house quickly. (laughs) That's a red flag. So (laughs) I shouldn't overstay my welcome. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Now, I used to have one of these live, laugh, and love signs. Uh, Word signs go in and out of style, and now they come off as cliche. But are they a red flag? The survey is asking. But according to people, they are somewhat of a red flag. Live, laugh, and love signs. I don't have any. <laughs> I did, but it's long gone. But I loved it when I had it. So there. Uh, <laughs> and anything in excess. Moderation is key. Like if you walk in and somebody's got 7,000 porcelain dolls or, okay, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> well, there are some people it's that, yeah, like, they freak out over stuff like that. Just like, I've learned something new about you, and I think we're done. Like, there's snow globes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's somebody that will collect a snow globe, and they have over, you know, 2,000 snow globes or from around the world or something like that. Um, and uh, some of the other signs that something, uh, you know, top five signs, uh, something shouldn't be displayed in your house. Uh, it's a family photo, uh, but not your family. <laughs> uh, how about a toy fish that sings when you wave your hand in front oh, no. of it? <laughs> okay. Now, you had a bass, a singing bass for but a I minute, had Billy didn't Bass. You? Yeah, I did. It was funny. I was it almost going to say the bass-o-matic. It was. was it yeah. it yeah. slices. It dices. Uh, it was a motion detected, uh, Billy Bass. Yeah. And I can't remember what song it would sing. Don't worry, be happy. Maybe, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you have I one. Rem- no, like I don't, ha- I don't song, have though. one, but I remember that somebody got it here as a Christmas gift. 
Hmm. I ordered mine because it was. <laughs> oh, I, re- I I got ordered mine because it was when uh, dots were hot, and I mean they still are, but now yeah. everybody has one. But it was an Amazon or an Alexa activated. You could ask it Alexa questions, and it would talk back. You know, like what's the temperature, and so the bass's mouth would. You know, it's 75 and cloudy in Salt Lake City. That's kind of fun, though. So uh, it would be annoying after a while, but that's kind of fun. Uh, that fish is going to talk to me again. I loved it. That's why I ordered it. And it was like it was like 50 bucks, I think. Mm. Yeah. Uh, top five signs something shouldn't be should not be displayed in your house. It's a pet that you had stuffed after it had a heart attack and died. Oh, that's it, so wrong. In its wheel. Rest in peace, Hammy. <laughs> anything anybody who stuffs a pet have you ever watched hoarders though and they'll find a dead cat oh and yeah they'll be oh like, yeah it's terrible i wondered where she was well she's been under the fridge it's for six like, months oh, oh gross and, yeah. and you're like didn't you smell like decaying animals probably in not your if house? you're a hoarder because you wouldn't even know where the smell's coming from uh-huh. there could be so many different sources right um uh, other things that you should not be displayed in your house it's something that you pulled from a drain <laughs> don't, don't hang that up. The hair snake. It's a- <laughs> Look at this baby. Have you ever seen one bigger? Oh, this, this is a good one. <laughs> I told Judy, you got to get a haircut. I, I fished for 15 minutes for that baby. Uh, how about one of those diplomas from one of those colleges exposed for fraudulently overcharging <laughs> students and meaningless degrees? So, you know, anything. And uh, what about this one? The final thing here, it's just a little bonus one, uh, so to speak, something that should not be displayed in your house. Um, it is uh, you bought it as a souvenir from the Museum of Mummified Penises. I don't the, even know what to say about that one, uh, Dave. Put that in the China Hutch over there. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Judy. It's a beauty. That's put from, in your hutch. That's from 300 BC. <laughs> right there. They don't make them like that anymore. 715. Oh <laughs> yep. <laughs> Knock, Knock on, on wood. wood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's our uh, morning commute shaping up for us here? Well, while we were talking, we had an accident. Ah, Northbound oh, I-15, 80th South. It's pulled to the right shoulder, but still expect to see some heavier traffic. This is getting through Spanish Fork, by the way. Uh, not in the valley. So if you are traveling through Spanish Fork, expect to see some slower and stop. Well, it, it, it's just starting to slow down now, but it'll probably turn into stop and go because it normally does in that area. If you're heading further north than that, getting up through Provo, Orem, American Fork, Lehigh, so far I-15 has been moving great. I-15 through the valley in good shape and getting out of Weber and Davis counties. I-15 is cruising right along. Highway 89 and Legacy also in good shape as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Ballet West and the visually and artistically stunning performance of Swan Lake. Experience this classic ballet opening February 9th. Tickets at BalletWest.org. With your traffic update, I'm Lee West. Right on. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, uh, the forecast hasn't changed here in the last 15 minutes. Uh, we just need to be prepared that tomorrow morning could be a little dicey on our commute, so just kind of watch the... Uh, Watch the weather forecast. Keep it here. We'll keep you uh, tuned up and ready to roll here for tomorrow morning. And hopefully it won't be too bad, except for maybe just those upper elevations will slow you down a little bit. As far as today goes, mostly sunny and 33 degrees, just a smidge above our freezing temperature. Right now it's 15 and clear downtown.
phone lines down right now. Call to play Parker McCollum Ticket Tag. Jelly roll for president. That'd be good, right? Man, he was sure good in Congress the other day. He spoke pretty well. Delivering that uh, speech against fentanyl. Pretty passionate. Yeah. Um, Maybe he could be the the running campaign. It would be, who would it be, Trump and Jelly? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. For the presidential run. Uh, who knows, right? His latest here called Halfway to Hell. And uh, we, you, are actually halfway. Um, are you, whoa, Hello, hello, hello. Is anybody there? Morning, the Z. What's your name? D. D. You're halfway there. Not halfway to hell, but halfway to a pair of tickets to Parker McCollum. You got through his collar, cool. Z, and... You just need to know the other half of the contest, and that is who was the previous winner from yesterday afternoon during the 3 p.m. hour. Karen Powell. Winner! D, what is your last name? Stewart. D. Stewart is the name you need to know for 11 a.m. ticket tag. But uh, now, D, you also qualify to win a a couple of backstage passes. Okay. Hey. Okay. So we'll give those away Friday at 6, so make sure you're listening if CJ calls your name. All right? Okay. All right, we're doing this all week, 7 a.m., 11 a.m., and 3 p.m. hours. Parker McCollum with Larry Fleet and King Calloway coming to the Maverick Center on the 25th, and we'll see you there. All right. He'll have so a much, hand, guys. Yeah, he'll have a handle on you. Should be a good show. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Thank you. Uh, who's, giving a, who's giving away the most tickets on the planet? Z104. Hey, how are you? Are you staying warm? It's cold. How cold is uh, it? I know. I'm getting <laughs> it's so cold that people in Chicago have been posting videos of steam rising off Lake Michigan and the Chicago River. Wow. You know, this will get you going here. It's so cold. How cold is it? It's so cold. Portland, Oregon's largest sewage station has been running at half capacity after one of their pipes froze. Nobody oh. go to the bathroom. Oh, hold it in. <laughs> A backup generator also froze and sent sewage into around a dozen homes. Can you imagine? Judy, i got to run down to Eugene and go to the bathroom. Oh, my gosh. That would be horrible, (laughs) right? To have a sewage. Have you ever had a sewage backup? Yes. Uh, We had a rental home that we had at one time, and the people just got moved in, and the sewer backed up in the basement. And, of course, when you're the landlord, it's your responsibility Uh So we had to go clean You're it up. The, first one the people were really good about it, but we had to go clean it up. They had to dig up the lawn. It was a thing with roots in the pipes, and it was Look bad. Look at you, lifestyles of the rich it and was famous. Bad. Oh, that was so uh, long ago. We have a home. It's one of our so, rental homes. That was so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, our final one, it's so cold. How cold is it? It's so cold that Chiefs coach Andy Reid's mustache froze during their game against the Dolphins in Kansas City. 
And listen to this. Bottles of water at the concession stands were immediately freezing when they took them out of the fridge. Did you see the video of that? No, but they I can... open up the little, like, the Coca-Cola fridges or whatever, and they take the bottle out, and you can see it immediately cloud just up. Start to, it was just start crazy. to freeze. Now, thank goodness, uh, temperatures are expected to ease up after today for most of the U.S., especially as we get a little bit closer to the weekend. So we are starting, at least on the uphill swing after this morning, um, to start to warm up uh, through the week. KB on the Z. I can feel That's the name of the song. I can feel it right there. That Phil Collins uh, touch to it. And KB having a good time with his kids out in the snow. They're getting some snow in Nashville, so a lot of the country stars were having a good time. They've had nine or ten inches. They're not used to that. Uh, Kane Brown played with his kids in the snow, used his Polaris Razor to be the Uber driver of Nashville the last couple of days. <laughs> Miranda Lambert uh, was brought to tears by the brutal cold as she fed her horses. Kelsey Ballerini went outside in her bikini to use the hot tub. So <laughs> There you go. Uh, Just a couple of people having fun in Nashville. They don't uh, get that much snow that often, so uh, that's kind of fun for them. And, you know, they have a different cold than we have. Yeah, because it's when humid. It's, uh, yes. It goes right through you. Woo. It gets really cold. I really didn't believe that until you actually are in. You and I were in Nashville one of the years that we went back to uh, for one of the shows, and Man, all it has to do is just rain and get into the uh, 30s sometimes. And but for and some it reason, is it is it, it cuts through you. It's a little different feeling. Okay. Um, well, what about this? Could you ask yourself this question: If you could trade years of your life for five hundred thousand dollars each for each year, how many would you give up? Oh my gosh! Uh, I would now. Can could you live on a million? Could, I mean, can we? I'm trying to think. Yeah, if, I got to make a million, at least two. Yeah, and so I got to make a million at least. Now, if I only have now, this is the big. Okay, let's read this because the, the right. big stipulation here is obviously if you knew how many more years you had to live. If you only had three more years to live, and they told you that you've got, then no. Uh so this question was asked, yes, these are years not like you wouldn't say I want to give up 2018. You, these are years that are shaved off the end of your life. Right. Whenever that would happen, like not cherry-picked years, like maybe your goth <laughs> high school day, days. <laughs> or the middle school years or something. <laughs> or the year you, know, you got yeah. divorced or whatever. Right. Um, now, uh, as, uh, of course, this is what you would do. And, yes, uh, these, uh, the most popular answer is one to two years. Because you think about it, half a million or a million dollars um, might be able to cover you and then say, hey, look, uh, that would be, if I could just stick that away, I could probably. Now, can you live off the interest of a million dollars anymore, the way inflation no is? I'm trying to live paycheck to paycheck, so I have no idea if you can live if, off the interest of a million dollars. Okay, we're asking for our financial people out there. And this is not just a guess, people. This has, it, it needs to be an educated, you have to be somewhat involved with finance somewhere along the line to where you can go. Okay, the, if you, the average national rate for savings is only 0.17%. Uh, if you leave a million dollars in a standard savings account, you'd only get $1,700 in interest after a year. Now, high-yield accounts will pay more interest with a 4% high-yield savings account. 
you'd get 40000 in interest in one year. But is that one of those things that you have to leave it alone and you can't, you know what I mean? You would, you, could you, can you use that $40,000? Yeah, that I don't know. I don't know if it's a high-yield savings account, so there may be some penalties if you withdraw it. Okay, financial people, let us know. If I had a million bucks and I came up to you, you financial person, you, and I said, I have a million bucks, can I uh, retire and can I, how much am I going to be able to pull in uh, pretty safely and conservatively every year to, uh, so I know how much I would have to live off of uh, for a million bucks? It used to be, and I'm talking maybe 10, 20 years ago, it seems to me like, man, when you were talking about a million bucks, you'd be like, oh, yeah, you could just, you could totally just live off the interest and, and you'd be fine. Now, um, about 40% of the people said that they'd give up the, uh, the last year or two of their life for the 500000 the half million, or the million dollars. Now, those could be precious years in your 50s or the ones where you're, you know, drooling in your 90s, like Deb and I, basically, right now. <laughs> I don't know if we could afford to give up any years. Because it's great to be 88. That's right. So 40% said one to two years. About 18% said they'd give up three or four years for up to $2 million, uh, while another 18% said no deal, they won't give up any years really? of their life for money. Look, and again, this is all because of the magic uh, ball, eight ball. You know, this is all because of that crystal ball that we wish we all had, kind of. I kind of wish. I sometimes wish that I knew how many years I had left to live. But then I also don't want to know either. Yeah, I don't think I want to know. If somebody told me that you're going to live to be 88, my gosh, I'd give up eight years. I want three million bucks. I'd give up eight years or whatever. (laughs) And I'll say, just take me to 80, but I want to have enough money to go out and party for the next whatever, uh, 30 or 40 years. So uh, the next most popular answer was the opposite, about 15%, one five, of people said, show me the money. They'd give up nine or more years for that uh, 4.5 mil. Wow. Interesting, right? Uh, But obviously, if I only had a few more years. Now, they say, generally speaking, if you have a good-paying job, one that earns about $1,000 a year, you'd have to work 40. That's 40 40 years of working to make the $4 million. Or you could give up eight years of your life and not have to work at all. Yeah. See? Man. I hate these would-you-rathers or yeah, what's-your-deal. what's-your-deals yeah. and stuff. But it's kind of an interesting question, and I we didn't have any financial people. Maybe nobody... Uh, um, let's see. I think you have anybody? to... De- okay, some comments on this. I think you have to decide what you're uh, willing to miss out on in those lost years and if it's worth it. Uh, depends on how you invest it. High-yield savings that are completely liquid... you can put money in and take money out. You can live off the interest. Yeah, but if I'm in diapers the last four years of my life, (laughs) I'd rather take the money right now. Go and do things with my family and enjoy everything I possibly can. Because you see people that work their whole life and then they get sick and die. Yep. And they don't have time to enjoy not having to work. Right. And that's why Friday is my last day. (laughs) 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 No, I... Maybe we, maybe I know that there's probably not a cut and dry answer because you know the financial people out there are going, oh, Dave, you silly little man. There are so many different factors to it. You can't just say how much you're going to live off of a million dollars. And maybe it isn't just as cut and cut and dry as we're thinking. But man, I would sure like to try, wouldn't you?
Yeah. Oh. And then uh, partly sunny again on Thursday with a little bit of lingering snow, and that's about it. High of 43 by Thursday. Right now, 16 and sunny downtown. Morning shout-outs with Dave and Deb. Z104. The Archuletas, Bobby and Jen, uh, listening to us from Jamaica, man. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, where it's 86 degrees. Hey, brother. Thank oh. you. Will you please wish our daughter Ellie a happy 13, 13, she's a teenager, yeah. birthday. We love you so much. And this probably, what, about 10, 11 o'clock there, where they're at there? So that's nice. So uh, ha- have a great time. That's what they gave their kids for Christmas. Oh, how fun. Have a great time on your cruise, you guys. Love that. Uh, I'd like to give myself a birthday shout-out and a shout-out to everyone else who has a birthday today, but no name was mentioned, so oh, happy birthday. <laughs> Mandy, I'd like to give a shout-out to my hubby, Dano. Happy birthday. Hope you have the best day of doing whatever you love. Love you so much. Um, I thought I had more than these. Um, hold on. Man, I got nothing. Stand by. I wish I could uh, fill the time for you just a little bit, but it's okay. uh, oh yeah, I do. I have one. Hey, it was my wife's birthday on Sunday. Oh, Dave. <laughs> Does that count if I give her a shout out every day? <laughs> sure. For her birth week. Yes. Uh, shout I out mean, for... I'm not trying to get anything out of it. Uh, of course not. No. Of course, Dave. Just remember, it's her birthday. Oh yeah. Uh, shout out from Logan. I'm cold. That is all. Love you guys. End of story. Uh, shout out to my honey in Honeyville from Sheree McCluskey. I want to thank Penny for taking such good care of our mom. Love you from Wendy Lamb. Shout out to my cute girl, Hayden. Um, let's see. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out. Okay, birthday shout out. Okay, I guess that's all I have. All right. And then birthdays, uh, Rob Hayball, Melanie Kennedy. I believe you know Melanie. Yes. It's her birthday well, today. I'll have to shoot her a little text. Yeah, she's right up there in our neighborhood. Carrie Munga, Tony Bocut, Andres Flores, Mark George, uh, Jennifer Oberdorf, Katie Jacobs, and anybody else that's having a birthday today, happy, happy birthday. Love it. You've, You've had, had a birthday, birthday listener, dear. Happy, happy days will come to you all year. If I had a wish that it would be, happy, happy, happy birthday, birthday from, from the Z. This is not headline news. The 75th annual Primetime Emmy Awards were last night. Critics are saying host Anthony Anderson was a huge success. But anyone looks good after Joe Coy. CVS began closing pharmacies in Target. Target customers didn't notice they were too busy beating each other up over pink Stanley tumblers. Mark Zuckerberg says he's now into cattle ranching. First it was surfing, then MMA fighting, now there's this. Is there anything he can't make uncool? And there's now a zero alcohol White Claw. It's perfect for people who want to overpay for LaCroix. This is not headline news. I did forget one. It came in at about 11 minutes to 8. Happy birthday, Summit Gokuritz from Constance. Uh, so we wanted to get that yeah. one in there. Thank you so Especially much. Especially when you got it in the amount of time. So thanks yeah. so much for the morning shout-outs. We'll do it again as we do it Monday through Friday right around 8 o'clock. Well... Do you think Cody Johnson has a couple million bucks hanging around? The question was, is if you could trade years for your life, uh, $500,000 for each year off the end of your life, 
uh, how many years would you give up? We even talked about the fact that it's like, okay, first of all, you know the first factor is people are want to know first uh, how long are they going to live, and that's the magical question. But let's just say, for instance, you live to be, what's the average age? 75, somewhere around there for guys and men and women. Yeah, 78. Women are living longer than us because yeah. we work harder and stuff. Uh. <laughs> well, that's funny that you uh, had a delayed reaction to that. <laughs> anyway, it there, is. Um, there, there is somebody that uh, texted in and said, "Hey, yeah, they said uh, the magic number you need is two million dollars at four point five percent. That would give you ninety thousand a year in interest, which you could live on, which is roughly about seventy five hundred dollars a month." But you gotta have two million in the bank, right? In a high yield. Oh yeah, account. there's that. Oh uh, yeah, there's that part of it, huh? Trish says I work in finance. Uh, the only way you could retire on a million and live off the interest is if you have extremely minimal expenses. It would only yield you between forty-five to seventy-five k a year, depending on how it's invested. However, if you took the money and left it uh, invested, then you'll have compound interest, which means the yield can be reinvested every year. And your money grows exponentially oh, faster. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So if you waited 15 years or so, then you could easily retire because your money will have probably come close to doubling by that point. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm out of time, so <laughs> it's not going to yeah. happen. Yeah, we I need to work. know. I got to work. Tell him, Dad. We we need to know. Just we just you and I just need to know somebody who's rich. <laughs> right. Okay. That's the only way that we're going to score a couple million bucks and live. Welcome back. It's been a while. How long has it been? If you ask me, not long enough. Does anyone know what... Let me stop you right there. It's Tuesday. No, come on, this feels more like a Monday. No, it's Tuesday. Well, no matter what day it is. Don't say it. It's time. Don't you say it. Go back. Don't you dare say it. Back to where? Back to work. Why'd you have to say that? Because it's showtime. Today is Do Nothing Day. So for our morning show, it's just Tuesday. Congress calls it Tuesday as well. National Fig Newton Day today. We are talking about that uh, day to enjoy those Fig Newtons, otherwise known as cookies with those annoying little bits that get stuck in your teeth. <laughs> the uh, Emmy Awards took place last night. It was uh, a who's who of TV's biggest stars, and they're way too long speeches, which, by the way, the the mom of the host was uh, the she time, held a sign she was up. the timekeeper. She was the timekeeper. She said t- she would stand up with a little picture that uh, had a red slash through it, through a clock. Uh, you need to sit down. You're talking too long. And she's out of time. But and, I don't know if it was effective come... or not. I didn't watch it. And the dude's name slipped my mind. Anthony. Anthony Anderson. Right? Yeah. That's his mom. Yeah, he, Anthony Anderson uh, was the host. And his mom, who he has used several times in commercials and stuff like that, was uh, the, the timekeeper. Normally on award shows, we do what's called playoff music, which everyone tends to ignore. This year, I've got something that nobody can ignore. My mama. Tonight, my mama, she is going to be the Emmy's playoff mama. Now, when you see my mama coming, just thank Jesus and your family and wrap it up. And I don't want nobody to get disrespectful with my mama because my mama is from the west side of Chicago and she can throw them hands. Shut up. That's enough. Mama. All right, you're supposed to be yelling at the other people, not at me, not in the middle of the monologue. The time's up, baby. Cut to the chase. 
There it is. All right. Well, that interesting way to play everybody off. I guess it went okay. Um, now the Amber, uh, Emmys uh, uh, were sponsored by Ambien. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, most people haven't slept that well. You know, award shows are award shows. Uh, the week this weekend, uh, this last weekend was the, of course, start of the NFL postseason as all of the wild card stuff now is behind it, or as the Arizona Cardinals uh, call it, uh, it's a postseason for them. Uh, uh, the last thirteen years of the off season. I was just looking up, and the the poor Arizona Cardinals topped the list as uh, the most losing team. Aww. Time now for Dave and Dab's Dump It or Dig It. All right, Dump It or Dig It brought to you by Baku E-Bikes. Uh, Brian Kelly putting together his debut album after uh, leaving Florida Georgia Line. Um, this is the latest single, Trucks, Ducks, Bucks, and Beer. I could add another one in there. <laughs> <He> said, <laughs> I thought maybe. He said, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's take out the beer part and I just yeah. go ahead with the theme. <laughs> he said, I've loved this song since the moment we wrote it. I'd saved the title for this specific group of songwriters, and it turned out just as I envisioned with all my favorite things in one song. He says, country music can evoke so many emotions, and with trucks, ducks, bucks, and beer, I feel several at the same time. So cool. we want to know what y'all think. Uh, text us 385-292-1043. Uh, we'll take your comments. And somebody's going to win two tickets for Tim McGraw with Carly Pierce, April 5th in the Delta Center. As always, same number to text. Get you through to the studio if you want to just call. It's Dump It or Dig It. There's a pine tree stand down in Alabama just waiting on winter some boys in the blind out in South Louisiana just waiting on dinner there's a 26 footer off the Carolina coast with a big one on the line there's a tailgate drop with a cold shiner by I know cause that one's mine talking about trucks, ducks, bucks and fishing when it ain't that time of year yeah, we keep it rods and reel around here. It's all John Boats and John Deere. We like our songs with a steel and a banjo. Spend our checks on camo and ammo and redneck 35s. Long neck Friday nights. Love living life in a country where there's trucks, ducks, bucks, and bees. You know what I'm talking about. Trucks, ducks, bucks, and bees. Store, yeah, we'll be filling up feeders till season comes around. That's about when these churches start missing believers. Can't drive by field without slowing down. Yeah, you never know what might be running round. Can't drive by pond, not wonder what's in it. Every day, every hour, every minute. Trucks, ducks, bucks, and Fishing when it ain't that time of year. Yeah, we keep it right.
fishing when it ain't that time of year. Yeah, we keep it rising real round here. It's all jumbo. Oh, you had me at the banjo. BK from FGL. Brian Kelly doing his thing on his own and a song called Trucks, Ducks, Bucks, and Beer. And I have to be careful how I say all of those right there. We want to know what you think about it. He wrote it, co-wrote it with Nashville songwriters Matt McGinn, Michael Tyler, and Ryan Ball. Um, And we're getting a bunch of comments in. Uh, I dig this song. This is what country music should be. Uh, Love his voice, but not loving the song. Donna. Uh, dig it, love it. Naomi Rosendahl, Jen Vigil, digging it. Uh, Christina G, love it. Good start to his solo career. Brandy Anderson, dig it. Alder Rydalt says, dump it. Uh, on the fence, but I'll dig it from Rusty Alger. True story, dig it, and you can fish year round. Uh, dig it. Uh, is he saying? Let's see. Is he saying butts? Because I'll dig it. If not, I'll dump it. Tanner H. No. I like big bucks. Bucks. Uh, I dig this song. This is what country music is supposed to be. Dig it. Classic country right there. Andrew Pace. Uh, I can think about two more things to add to the starts with. Uh, <laughs> that starts rhymes with, with it. Yeah, but, yeah I know. <laughs> uh, dig it. Love Damien. Kathy Layton says love it. Digging it. Andrew Pace. Uh, Mike Facer says I like it much. Mike uh, Mike Facer. Uh, ben Hutchins says dig it. Jason Sipes dig this great song. Valerie Densley. Uh, for me, it's iffy. Uh, Rob Smith says dig it. Lisa Ashton, Colette Ziegler says dump it. Uh, Kenny Liska, truck, yeah, that's a dig. Dump it, that was awful. Uh, dig it, nice feel-good song. Dig it, love his voice in the music, Vicky E. Hart Wiesman says dump the song uh, title, but nice melody, so I'll dig it. A good small town, good old boy song, dig it for sure. Tara Prowse, dig it. I always loved FGL, and I love them individually. Uh, Vic Gerber, I'm kind of digging it. Uh, Kylie Lehman says, not a fan, dump it. Dig this song, uh, had me at the banjo, Brenda. Yeah. Janelle, now that's country. Kind of reminds me of Joe Nichols. I dig it. Travis Crowther. Big dig. He has an awesome voice. Pam DeGraw. Um, Troy Anderson, catchy, and I dig it. Sasha Hudson says, dig it. You know, two guys were great together. They had a great run doing uh, Florida Georgia Line. Uh, both very talented. Tyler Hubbard off doing his own thing for the last year or so. And then uh, Brian Kelly uh, also coming onto the scene here. In case you're just jumping in, it was our Dump It or Dig It. And it is Brian Kelly. Trucks, Ducks, Bucks, and Beer is the name of the song. What Kate, do you think? Katie Daly says Dig It. Uh, country Music, uh, Trista Lawrence, Tiffany Douglas, Mike Carson, Lexi Lifferth, Ani Gillespie. Great Western music. I dig it. Diane Carter. Kinley Hutchins, uh, dig it. Nathaniel Thompson, I wanted to hate this, but it was all right. Kind of cheesy, but kind of good. Uh, yet another country song about beer. Dump it. Tristan Carlisle, Brooklyn Goodwin. Yeah, but says, there were trucks it. and ducks and bucks. What about all the other in stuff? In there, you know. Uh, uh, Would have been better if he didn't autocorrect to dump to ducks. I dump it, Mike Corey. <laughs> uh, man, I love this. Love his voice and the meaning of the song, Stephanie Coons. Cool. 
I'm going to say I did pretty. I'm well. going to say ninety ten. Yeah, I did pretty well. Uh, Brian Kelly, trucks, ducks, bucks, and beer. Our dump it or dig it this morning. Uh, brought to you by Baku Bikes, and our overall was ninety ten. And Lee's going to or uh, Deb is going to please. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you've got a new responsibility in our dump it or dig it. Lee is uh, uh, standing by with our traffic. Deb is going to uh, do a little scrolling thing and stop for our winner. When the music stops. Ben Hutchins. Ben Hutchins, I will text you. You have two tickets for Tim McGraw, April 5th in the Delta Center. Um, we'll have another dump it or dig it tomorrow morning at 820. Brought to you by Baku E-Bikes and Scooters. Uh, with more concert tickets to be had then. Yeah, and more fun to be had on a Baku e-bike and scooter. From the Mav 3 to the Storm Jaeger to the Mini Badger scooter, all everything in between, and the all-wheel drive Kodiak, which has uh, front and rear motors that you can uh, plow through some snow and some other fun things for year-round riding and fun for the whole family. Check it out at Baku.com, B-A-K-C-O-U.com. Luke Bryan on the Z. Morning, the Z. You are caller Z. Who is this? This is Mikkel. Mikkel. Guess what? You're automatically yeah. in it to win it. 3500 bucks on the line with our strong VW Super Bowl contest. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yeah. yeah! And we're going to send you a certificate for a dozen free buntinis from Nothing Bunt Cakes, the Foothill Village store. Don't punt on your dessert for the big game. Come grab a bunt from nice. Nothing Bunt Cakes, all right? Awesome. You. you don't have to have any skill whatsoever. It's just all about a chance and what the score is at the end of the first quarter, the half, third quarter, and end of the game. And you walk away with money if it's on your square. Which is you just sit yep, back and enjoy party. Yeah, just enjoy your seven layer dip and uh have yourself a good time, all right? I will. Thank you. Who has the most fun on the radio with the most contesting? Z one oh four. And more chances on the way in the ten AM hour, noon, two and four PM hour, and of course the eight o'clock hour we do it five times a day. Chance for you to win a square in our strong VW Super Bowl pool. Fun stuff. Didn't know we could have an illegal gambling pool on the <laughs> we radio. Do it every, we do we've it every. We've gotten every, away with it for years. That's right. <laughs> it's fine. Just don't don't say anything, anybody. <laughs> now, do you still do a pool with your friends anymore? Uh, uh, do you kind sometimes of, I haven't heard anything happen in this year, but maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you looking? I I, I mean, are you, I mean, uh, I like the Packers. I like the Niners. I don't really, I don't really have a dog in the game in the fight, yeah. but. Uh, yeah. I like the Packers. I love that Jordan Love is doing so well for them. I kind of like that, too. I don't know why. Anytime there's a local player. I mean, I know we have local players on a lot yeah. of the teams, you know. Yeah. But, but still, I... Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm kind of the same way, though. I'm not like it's... I'm not like a diehard... I'm just worried about the food, is all, at the, <laughs> uh, during the game. It's, That's right. As long as we have garlic parmesan wings, you're uh, good I'm to good. go. Yeah. Plenty of them. Yes. And you usually do. You usually over-order. I do. Every year. <laughs> we eat wings for days. <laughs> Just a feel-good kind of country song. Thomas Rhett, Mamaw's House, featuring Morgan Wallen on that one.
We're going to be talking about the top ten list of the best feel-good country songs of all time. Of all time, not just uh, recently here in the uh, last year or so, but of all time. We'll hit that list coming up into the next hour. I think some of us, most of us have a fear of spiders, right? Isn't that safe to say? I don't think there's anybody out there that's like, oh, yeah, just let them crawl all over me. It doesn't bug me. You know? Yeah, I'm not deathly afraid of them. Um, I mean, you'll kill a spider if you see it, right? I mean, you're not, like, going to freak out and run and get somebody else to kill it for you, right? Well, sometimes I'll put it in a cup and take it outside. Because I think spiders are good for... Now, I have killed a black widow that was in my garage. Yeah, because they they uh, kill the male black widows <laughs> after they mate. And, and I just think that's well, rude. I, I sort of respect that. I but. think that's rude. <laughs> like, we give you our seed... And then you just go ahead and kill us like, thanks a lot. Yeah, but we don't need you anymore, so you might as well. And then you eat us. Yeah. You don't only just kill us, but you eat (laughs) us like, oh, wow. Well, a new study in Germany found that curing a fear of spiders can simultaneously cure a fear of heights or at least help with it. Arachnophobia can help acrophobia. Researchers worked with 50 people who had phobias of both. Uh, but they didn't uh, address heights. They just tried to help them with their fear of spiders. Now, they used exposure therapy, also known as, oh, you're afraid of spiders? Here, <laughs> hang out with a bunch of spiders for a while. And it did help. And so by the end, they were less afraid of spiders than they were before. But the weird part was that they were also less afraid of heights, an average of 15% less afraid. Multiple phobias is common until now. Experts thought each one required a separate treatment, but one study found just conquering one can have a ripple effect on your other phobias. That's kind of cool. They also chose a fear of spiders and heights because they're both very common, uh, but they think it's probably because it applies to other phobias as well. See, that wouldn't help me because I have a fear of heights, but I don't really have a fear of spiders. Not so much, huh? Not so much. I think I probably even have a fear of spiders more than I don't know what it is because I think like when we'll see a we'll see a spider crawling across the floor here and and if I'm on the air and the mics are open it's the weirdest dang thing I'm like what do I do what do I do because I've got to kill that spider because if it crawls underneath uh, this particular desk or whatever, then you never know where it's going to go. So you have and a fear so, of spiders? Not, not, you have one on your shirt today. Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> You're on a spider shirt. I do. I had a brand new shirt that I got yesterday. Um, and that's the name of the brand, right? Isn't it Spider, spider Brand? Spider yeah, the Spider Brand. Y. Yeah. But uh, but it's just it's a weird thing because I I don't know why it is. I don't I don't have a fear to the point where I don't want to kill. You know, I can't get near him to kill him. I'll kill him. Uh, I'm not like you. I'm not like. Oh, I don't always. Little, yeah. I don't always, but sometimes I'll take them outside. But a big old garden spider, or something, man. I'm like, yeah, and I'm sure that there's uses for them, but. Or I'll just ignore them if I'm working outside and I see a big spider on the side. I don't. I don't go over and kill it. Oh, I'm an active. You're an active killer. I'm an active pest control. <laughs> I'm like, if I see one across the driveway, I'm like running after it. I'll get you, <laughs> you little pretty. Uh, I had a pet black widow in my old mechanic shop. I watched the girl from a little Wanda, a big one, uh, and I just plopped down and uh, dangle when I open up the shop. And when everyone else arrived, I'd just call back up in there and wait till everybody left. I would come down and pretty much. Is this a guy speaking? I I can't really read it. If he were. Yeah, I can't really read it because it's not kind of making sense. Probably talk to text. But what I'm gathering is 
the mechanic shop black <laughs> widow knew when he was there and he it would come down but when everybody else would come oh the it shop, would go back would up. disappear so it'd be like, hey, yeah. I wonder if it was like feeding it. Would would he flip a fly in the uh, in <laughs> the in I the web know. every once in a while? I don't know. Well, there you go. Uh, it sounds to me like if you could uh, help or um, possibly cure your huge fear of spiders, it also might help with heights. Uh, are you weird, weird about heights to the point where you know there's a building in New York that you that, and I'm sure there's others, but the one that I'm aware of is is a building where you can actually go and step out on this clear I've done floor. that at the, I've done that at the Sears Tower in Chicago and it it's weird. My wrists go weak. Yeah. That's what happens when I get high and I get afraid. My my wrists, my arms go weak. Really? I'm just afraid it's going to break. But yeah, I, weird, I have walked it? out on that and it's I was anxious to get back into the room. Or if you ever get really close to the edge of something and oh, you kind of yeah. look over and you look down or or your hotel room has a balcony and you kind of go out and step out and you're clearing the crap up there on a high hotel, you know, and you're like, yeah. Ooh. it does. It gives you a little kind of a weird feeling. <laughs> or go feeling. out to the Grand Canyon, that yeah. last walk out on the Grand Canyon. Right? Yeah. Where do you guys keep your temperatures in the house? 72, uh, 68 at 68. night. 68. Overnight? 68 at night, but 72 during the day. And Lee, are you 68 all the way around uh, every yeah. year? Usually. Never, oh, never I just a don't variation? touch it. Yeah? That's mm-hmm. too cold. Do you have a cast fireplace or anything that helps warm up yeah, individual I do. rooms? I do. Yeah, that's what we got. Where do you keep yours? Um, we keep it at 71 and 69. Okay. <laughs> of <laughs> course you easy, do. They're easy numbers. I already knew that they're, answer, I think. They're easy numbers to remember. <laughs> yeah, <they are>. <laughs> <laughs> because you're 71. And uh-huh. you like the number 69. That's it. And I yeah. have no idea the correlation between the two. But yeah, yeah. I, there yeah. you go. Yep, that's it. You're highly symbolic. Luke Combs. And that's the name of the song, Where the Wild Things Are, right here on Utah's number one country station. Z104. So nice to have you here. Happy Tuesday. Gorgeous day. Man, just peeked outside. Cold. Cold. But but pretty. (laughs) It is cold. But it is pretty. A lot of blue sky, which is kind of nice to see. Uh, But then you're also starting to see uh, everything that you didn't normally see. Everything like from the sweat from your armpits uh, is now... Going up as as steam, you're not going to be able to hide that as much. Now, um, we had a delivery person come, and, and we've had storm, snowstorms. Did you do any? Uh, um, we had like Amazon show up over this last weekend. Yeah, and, I have, like every day. Yeah, and, and same here. Gosh, it's been like I got so handy. I got to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I got to slow down. But there's so many cool things to buy. I and know. And it gets here so fast. And and anyway, they uh, they came and then, you know, the snow started to hit. And then you could tell I started getting the emails and they were saying, hey, uh, it's not going to be between this time and this time. It's going to be between this time and this time. And then they sent me another one. Then it bumped it back another three hours. Then it, the final one that I got was it, the, it will be uh, delivered sometime between 630 and 930. Okay, I had night. some of those. And sure enough, at 925, through eight inches of snow, 
the Amazon driver pulls up and goes, puts it there and stuff. And I, I got thinking about that and I thought, my gosh, you know, good on them. They're, they could have been wimpy and gone, well, I'm just like, yeah, I'm not getting Yeah, I don't think it's their decision to make, uh, but maybe it is. I mean, I think that maybe they have a, a crew chief or somebody that says, hey, we're not making more deliveries today because of weather. I don't know if the drivers can go. It's so bad up here. Right. It's so bad in Draper or whatever. Yeah, and there's and it's not being plowed. And I mean, maybe it's their know. decision. I don't know. But then I also had a delivery driver show up uh, last night because we did a little DoorDash. And here's what I – this brings me to this point, okay? With all of the snow, uh, some guy posted a video of a Domino's driver uh, cursing him out because he only tipped – 20% during a snowstorm. Wow. Then he threatened the customer's life as he walked away in the snow. Uh, so in the video, the driver claims that it was a $2 tip, but the customer says that it was really uh, was really over $5, and the order was under 30 And so he, you know, he's saying that he paid the 20 The customer's saying, hey, look, I did 20%. Now, the customer called Domino's and told them about it. The employee who answered said the driver already had a few write-ups and would probably get fired. Do you pay extra? For the bad weather? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do feel kind of maybe bad. Maybe a little bit. I, I did over the weekend with some DoorDash stuff. I yeah. gave them a little bit extra. Yeah. Yeah. I bought, um, and this always amazes me, and I, I, can't, I can't think about it because it doesn't make financial sense. And I know that you probably feel the same way, but I well, I, nothing we do makes financial <laughs> sense. That's why we have to work till we, till we die. I know, I know. But my bill came to I think it was what what was it thirty bucks, twenty six dollars something like that. Um, and and we and my wife and I shared the bigger plate of Panda. So here's the thing: uh, the bigger plate, if you go in and buy it, is like eleven bucks. Okay, at at Panda. Okay. But it was forty-seven by the time you got yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. It. I mean, it's like. Oh, you, I know. You can't there's think about it. I you did, can't I think did about groceries it. too. And there's a tip. There's a service fee. There's a production fee. There's a <laughs> production fee. I don't remember, but there were four different fees. <laughs> it's not like you're buying a concert ticket, on my but... grocery order. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. 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 There were four different fees on my on my grocery order. Yeah. And it would have been much cheaper if I got off my butt and went to the store, but I didn't. Okay, where does the $3 tip that they put in there that they say $3 service fee, where does that go? Because the restaurant, they're already charging more than menu prices. Maybe the computer system that's running the DoorDash, they're trying to pay for, I don't know. Because they normally charge more on DoorDash for your menu item than you would normally pay in store in in restaurant so they've already cushioned their their menu with some money and and again look i'm not com- look because i know there's people out there going well if you don't like it don't do it then don't don't get on the radio and <laughs> and complain about it if you just don't do it and you're right i really shouldn't be complaining it's just one of those kind of uh thoughts that i was having because by the time that thing got to me, it's it was probably like well over half, a double yeah, the amount of the sure. cost of the food. Uh, somebody sent me a meme, and it says, ordering a pizza in a snowstorm is really a D move, LOL. 
The roads are too bad for me to drive, but let's see if this 17-year-old kid can make it in his 2004 Kia. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great point. That's a good point right there for you. (laughs) And they're driving up and they're getting a $2 tip from you to drive in a snowstorm, you know? I do uh I do have to say that I become better a better tipper uh just because I'm thinking what if it were me Yeah You know what I mean David, I mean that's what you need to do what if it was me Yeah I'm like you're driving all over you might deliver 3 pizzas an hour and you made 6 bucks You know yeah. I I mean I, you know to me I'm just thinking man that's a tough gig Right there. Now, as a DoorDash driver, maybe you're making bank. I mean, if they made five bucks in a tip from me just for a $12 meal by the time I, you know, they get there and stuff, and maybe they're delivering more and maybe they're making bank, you know, and, and I'm not aware of it. But um, I did have kind of a shower thought before we go to break here. And this was just one of those uh, things that kind of came to me uh, because let me tell you why. I bought a loaf of bread yesterday. Okay. At Costco. It's very exciting content. It is. And let me tell you why, Deborah. Okay, okay. Deborah. all right. No, okay. Deborah, before you... Uh, I bought a loaf of bread yesterday. I know, that's not a really good way to start out a story. Okay. But this is no ordinary loaf of bread. Okay. This could be a game changer. Because? Croissant bread. Oh, no. Croissant. I, don't, I probably don't need to know this. Yeah, you probably don't croissant bread and it's delicious it's amazingly delicious it is it and it comes in a twin pack uh bread loaf size and it looks like a but it is a large it 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 looks like a loaf of bread okay but it's made all out of croissant ingredients croissant croissant and you and it's sliced up for you you don't have to cut it it's all sliced up for you like bread is bread is oh I toasted a piece when I got oh, home. Oh, I don't need to know about this. And when the toaster popped, it was like the butter inside the bread, just the contents alone was going. Oh, when it came delicious. up out of the toaster. And then you pour, uh, if you butter it on top of that, it just melts. For, unbelievable. Pricey. Eight bucks for two loaves. Oh, that's not, not bad. Not the same. Uh, yeah, not bad. No, that's not about bad. About the same actual price that you would pay for whatever else. So anyway, I normally... Uh, don't rant and rave over a product but my gosh that was uh, crazy so it leads me to this shower thought bread existed for thousands of years before it occurred to anyone to even just make a sandwich <laughs> <laughs> right yes ah. but what a good move that was i love me a sandwich i love sandwiches and i you know what else i got thinking with this uh, croissant bread can you imagine what it would be like to make French toast out of a out of a croissant? Oh man! And dip that stuff into egg, and then grilled uh, cheese. Oh, grilled cheese! Mmm. Now I'm really hungry. We'll be right back. We got Battle of the Sexes at the bottom of the hour, and a chance for you to win coming out of here. J.D., that's Jordan Davis and a song called Tucson Too Late, T-O-O-L-A-T-E, Too Late. 
Great stuff right there. And a lot of great music in the country genre. Um, I mean, now I like music in general. It's not like I'm, you know, it's just that I... Uh, <laughs> what? What? It's, it's just, just love. But... But, no, I just, I'm just saying, but country music... It's got a reputation got for a, being sad sometimes. Yeah, but then... But then also, I also love it because I think it tells a, a better down-home-to-earth story in a lot of cases. Absolutely. You know, I mean, yeah, I love I love beat. I I love the beats. I love R&B. I love, you know, I, you know, all that dance and stuff, too. And, um, but, uh, you know, you don't, it's hard to talk about Mamaw's house uh, at 120 beats a minute. when you can do a you know some kind of a a dance to it but yesterday was blue monday so we talked about the country music's most depressing songs uh these were voted by ranker as the best feel-good country songs of all time yeah and now this is again of all time so keep in mind this covers uh you know several decades here coming in at number 10 life is a highway rascal flats that of course is from 2006 from 2011 at number nine, Barefoot Blue Jean Night by Jake Owen. Casey, Kenny Chesney holds the number eight slot at No Shoes, or sh- excuse me, first, No Shirt, No Shoes, No Problem. <laughs> uh, come from 1998, Where the Green Grass Grows by Tim McGraw comes in at seven. I tell my wife that all the time, too. No shirt, no shoes. <laughs> no problem. No problem. You just you just run around the house however you want. Linda's just walking around in her slacks. Yep. yep. <laughs> no shirts <laughs> and socks, uh, fuzzy socks. Uh, number six, uh, "Song of the South" by Alabama. That's from 1988. From 1987, "All My Exes Live in Texas" by George Strait. Number five. And some of these don't seem like they're thirty. That's a happy little thirty song. years old. Yeah. All my exes live in Texas. That's yeah. a feel good song right there. Yeah, it is. Because... I've been married fifteen times. It's fine. And you know what? They're all yeah, away all from me. They're yep. all they all live in yep. Texas. Uh Boot Scoot and Boogie, of course, uh you know, the famous for the line dance and stuff like that. Brooks and Dunn, nineteen ninety one. From Alan Jackson and Jimmy Buffett, two thousand and three. Uh, in at number three, it's five o'clock somewhere. Chicken Fried by Zach Brown. Again, that's another one of those uh, Zach Brown band. Uh, but I don't know Raise about you. Raise the flag, have a beer, hang out with your friends. Yep. And uh, what's the other one that I like that uh, the, the that I play from Zach Brown Band? Whatever, whatever it, it is. takes. Whatever it whatever is. Whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever it is. Oh my gosh, that's a great song. That's a good feel. And coming in at number one, "Friends in Low Places" by Garth Brooks from 1990. Number one feel-good country song of all time, according to Ranker. Battle of the Sexes next. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots and ruined your blind tie affair. The last one to know, the last one to show, I was the last one you thought you'd see there. And I saw the surprise and the fear in his eyes when I took his glass of champagne. And I toasted you, said, honey, we may be thrilled. You'll never hear me complain Cause I got friends in all places Where the whiskey rounds Oh, I got friends in all places I got friends It's right here, this part. Oh, 
I, I um, it's always a crowd pleaser when you play that to, when I DJ gigs and stuff like that. But that's always a fun one. Is it a good song at weddings? Yes, I mean it is. They, yeah. anywhere. I mean for the most part, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, now, it do, obviously do you has to be at the, the right kiss place. Kiss my ass version at a wedding. No, I haven't. You actually. haven't. No. You just you don't play the live version. No, we were going to play the live version, but it's too long. It's, yeah, I, I could have gone. To, we need yeah. to talk. <laughs> yeah, we actually we got to get to Battle of the Sexes, right? Yeah. Now, have you ever done karaoke with uh, with that song? Ah. Uh, and I want you to try to hit the notes. Go ahead and sing it to me, where it just goes. I've got, I got friends in low places. <laughs> Where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases our blues away. <laughs> the the range of those notes that Garth chose in that song, uh, it does cover a pretty good range. So you think that you're starting out just fine, and then you oh, I can hit these songs up here and he these notes up here. And then of course the guy's like, Oh yeah, I can hit that. <laughs> I got friends in low places. Where the whiskey drowns in the beer. Uh, let's give you a prize. Yeah, let's we we battle too the many sexes. People. Let's do it. And now, a game that pits man against woman. Play Battle of the Sexes with Dave and Deb. Call now to win. 385-292-1043. 385-292-1043. This is a quick recap, though. The reason we played that song right there. Uh, Garth Brooks, Friends in Low Places, because it was the top of the list for the uh, all-around feel-good country song, according to Ranker.com. Okay. The boat show is coming, better get on board. <laughs> uh, we've got tickets for the... I should have never mentioned karaoke. <laughs> for the boat show and water sports expo, four days of fun, February 1st through 4th, at the Mountain America Expo Center. Save $2 if you buy your tickets now at utahboatshow.com. That's what's up for grabs with Battle of the Sexes. Ooh, David in the morning. Ooh. <laughs> morning, Z104, what's your name? Hello? Oh, they hung up on me. You almost had it. Morning, the Z. Who is this? This is Nicole. Hi, Nicole. All right, Nicole. Hang on. We'll get you a man, all right? Yay, okay. Yay. Yay. Morning, the Z. Are you a dude? Yes, sir. Okay, what's your name? Matt. Okay, Matt and Nicole. We're going to let the ladies go first. All right, Nicole. Uh, Baseball great Albert Pujols celebrates his 43rd birthday. Pujols? Did yeah. you say poo hole? It's poo holes. Have you ever heard of him? Yeah, but it still sounds kind of funny oh, when you no. say it. Well, Dave, that's his name, <laughs> Gunderson. <laughs> no, it does. Baseball great Albert Pujols celebrates his 43rd birthday today. In what year was he named National League Rookie? 2001, 2006, or 2011? Um, I'm going to say 2006. 2001. I'm such a middle schooler. Pujols. <laughs> Did you hear that guy's name? Did you say Pujols? <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I know. i got to grow up. Okay, Matt, actress Debbie Allen celebrates a birthday today. Which actress is her uh, biological sister? Uh, Taraja P. Henson, Felicia Rashad, or Halle Berry? Uh, let's go with the first one. Uh, no, it's the second one, Felicia Rashad Pujol. <laughs> no, it's, you got that wrong. 
David's plural. Okay. Uh, Nicole, in a game of chess, which piece can only move diagonally? Pawn, bishop, or queen? Um, a pawn. A bishop. He can also get you your temple recommended, too. Move he diagonally can, through can, the chapel. And give you... <laughs> right there. But I gotta go this way. But I got, nope, sorry. You can only go this way. <laughs> okay, Matt. Here's your question. Uh, oh, did Nicole get one right? Yeah, she got... No. Oh, no. No, she did didn't. She, sorry. Yeah. No, she didn't. Trying to cheat on She's us. She's 0 for 2. Got to keep an eye on her. I know. All right, Matt. Which singer's <laughs> real name is Stefani uh, Joanne Angelina... Uh, Germanata. Germanata. Is it Lady Gaga, Gwen Stefani, or Kelly Clarkson? Gwen Stefani. Lady Gaga, Stefani, Stefani, Joanne, Angelina, Germanota. Hermit, German, Harmonata. All right. We have no no score, right? Yeah. All right, Nicole. um, Which of the following boxers was said to float like a butterfly and sting like a bee? George Foreman, Mike Tyson, or Muhammad Ali? Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Yeah. He even had a song on the right. radio, didn't he? Mm-hmm. About it. Yeah. It was all right. called Float Like a Butterfly, Sting Like a Bee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how about that? Yeah. Uh, Matt, here's your question to try to at least tie it up. What is the painting L.A. La Gioconda? La Gioconda, better known as. Is that a uh, La Gioconda is better known as The Kiss? Girl with a pearl earring or the Mona Lisa? Uh, the kiss. The Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. La Gioconda. Men have loved you. No, all we, right, did, Nicole, we didn't pull uh, it off. Nicole, do you have a boat? That's all right. That's all right, Matt. A boat? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, you're going to the boat show. You might come You need home. to buy one. Yeah, be sure to bring the truck with the two-inch ball on it because you might be coming home with a boat. All right? All right. Awesome. Hey, hold on a sec. We'll get these to you. <laughs> Imagine okay? I went to the boat show. Hey, where are you parked? We'll just, we'll just see if we can't lift the doors up here and just let you haul off with our demo model on the floor. <laughs> all right. And Matt, thanks so much. Happy Tuesday to all y'all. All right. Thanks. Love you guys. Thanks. Hey. Love you. Um, hey, there's a, they are saying here that the world's first trillionaire is coming in the next 10 years. And this doesn't surprise me. Elon Musk is the world's richest person, according to Forbes, with a net worth of $230 billion. But will he be the first person to hit this mark? Uh, the world could see its first trillionaire in the next 10 years. That's according to the anti-poverty group Oxfam International. Their annual report found the ultra-rich are still getting richer and at a pretty quick clip. And you and I are just trying no, to do that even, little. Not, not even, <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to figure out how much we, we could get retire on for a million. Less profitable at a pretty quick clip. Ah, that's exactly it. Uh, since the pandemic hit 2020, almost 5 billion people around the globe have gotten poorer. I'm one of those. Yeah, same here. I'm right there. But the five richest men have seen their wealth more than double up uh, 114%. Uh, that includes Elon Musk, French businessman Bernard Arnault, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos, Oracle founder Larry Ellison, and investment guru Warren Buffett. Uh, Forbes says Buffett is actually sixth behind Mark Zuckerberg. Now, to put one trillion in perspective, a million one-dollar bills stacked up 
a million one-dollar bill stacked up would be 358 feet high, and a billion would be about 68 miles high. That's right, around the edge of space. Now, a trillion, if we're talking about that. A stack of a trillion one-dollar bills would be just under 6,800 miles high, or almost a third of the distance to the, to the moon. moon. Wow. I can't eat And I'm feeling so, between talking about the retirement amount and uh, high yield savings accounts and the trillionaires, uh, I'm just going to go home and we suck. drown in my poverty. I know. It's I'm, yeah. It is. It's like, wow. <clears throat> well, there you go. Uh, I'm telling you, it's uh, maybe it's something that we can at least focus on trying to um, make our $4 an hour, Deb. One hour at a time, right? I just got to keep going. Just keep swimming. (laughs) We're going to slam into a few little leftover comments coming up and a couple of other little shower thoughts to kind of keep you thinking throughout the day. We're on our way back. Hey, everybody. Hey, guess what tomorrow is? Uh, Tuesday. Wednesday. I mean, hump day. Hump, hump <laughs> Wait a minute. Day. It's hump, hump day. day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got Wednesday's word you on the 50s. set me up and I missed I it. I know. You totally missed it. Yeah. It's all in the timing, David. Yeah. Can uh, I do it tomorrow morning? Yeah, yeah, we'll do it tomorrow. You know we will. Uh, we've got uh, What's Your Deal Wednesday. We've got uh, Wednesday's word on the 50s. We'll have more Parker McCollum tickets. We'll have another square in the Super Bowl pool. Um, but coming up today, the mystery sound at 1050. Jim has $984. And guess what today is, Dave? It's New Clue Tuesday. <laughs> it's New Clue Tuesday. So you're going to get a new clue. My gosh, you could win. Let's just, uh, it's close to 1000 We'll just call it close to 1000 Close to 1000 yeah. yeah. I'm not chipping in 26 bucks, but it's close to 1000 Yeah. Uh, we, so that could, would be $13 each. I know. We can't do that. We can't that. afford that. We've already talked about that this morning. Uh, but uh, win almost $1,000 at 1050 with the Mystery Sound. Uh, grab your Super Bowl square in 10, noon, 2, and 4 p.m. hours today. Yippers. Along with a dozen buntinis from the Foothill Store of Nothing Bunt Cakes. Don't punt the, for the Super Bowl. Get your bunt with, for the Super Bowl. Get it on. Yeah. Man, you've uh, pretty much covered it all, haven't you? Well, we uh, we're, doing about, a, uh, we're doing a Miranda Lambert flyaway. Yeah. Go to the website, z104country.com. You get two tickets to the show, uh, two nights accommodations, and round-trip air for two people. And we'll pull that winner on the 26th at 6 p.m. Now, I, uh, from time to time, can be a little sarcastic. (laughs) And can't we all, right? But I got thinking about this. The first human being uh, to use sarcasm must have had a really hard time trying to explain that he or she was being sarcastic. That's it's true. The very That's first a good human, shower you know thought. I mean? That's, yeah, true. And then the other one that occurred to me, and I we've seen this more and more lately, uh, you know, it just seems like, obviously, it's been around a while, but would any of us even, if it weren't for movies, would any of us even know what an elevator shaft looks like? Uh, Probably not, right? I would, because my friends have one in their house that's not Are complete you kidding me? yet. Yeah, for when they get old. Oh, uh, that's they, cool. They built their house with an elevator in it, but the elevator's not in there yet. Oh, what a great thing. Well, and then just keep in mind as my final thought, if uh, money doesn't buy happiness, you're probably not spending it right. <laughs> 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 we're we're going to get all humpy tomorrow. We're back at the crack. Tune in anyway.